Welcome to another episode of Drunk Cop and a Teacher, the podcast where everything's made up and our comments don't matter. Just like any video game delayed announcements don't matter because I don't think anyone at this point cares anymore about video games being, I don't know, what available at all in any capacity. It's funny that you said that. I was actually thinking about that. I was like, what kind of video games are out right now? Fallout 76. Like I said, what's popping? <laughs> what's, what, what's actually good? You know? The only reason I bring it up... Games, the only reason I bring it up is because uh, God of War 2 was delayed to 2022. Um, okay. I guess it, I didn't think that it was going to come out this year, but I guess it had plans to. And really? also that there, it's going to also be available on the PS4. So and more reason to not get a PS5 as if the scalping situation didn't, you know, detray you guys from it. Yeah, that's true. So that last one was number one? Uh, tech, Yeah, because it's supposed to be a reboot, right? Fuck if I know. Well, no, it's supposed to be a continuation of The Last God of War. But No, but the, the, the one that came out a, a little while back. Yeah, that's not a reboot. It's, um... A... Okay. You never and played there it? Was, there was a God of War 4. Yeah. yeah, that's God of War 4. Yeah. What? But they're calling the sequel. Well, okay, no, actually, my bad. Oh, you're you're absolutely right, Ham. I, 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 to clarify, they're just calling it God of War 2 just for the headline's sake. Oh, okay. There's Didn't they say it was whatever the... Uh, the they Ragnarok, it Ragnarok but yeah. then there was a headline like last week that came out that said that wasn't the official title. So I don't know. Uh, no one knows what so the, the next title God is. of War. How about that? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Wait, how come they're saying that's not the official title, but then didn't they put that title themselves? They pushed the back. It, it, it's Sony. They don't give a fuck about. They pushed the back. Clarification. I'm so confused, but didn't like I would have <laughs> swear that the last like um they, they did announce that, but I don't know. They're... Yeah. So like, how can they say like, oh, that's not the official title if like during the whole PS5 like showcase that they're showing all the games and god of war like the title one teaser trailer that said that yeah mm-hmm. one teaser trailer but like wouldn't you stick with that teaser of like that title next well with all said and done mike how's your life been how's everything that's positive let's just speak positive can you actually just say positive things or no, oh man what i'm about to say i don't know if this is a positive thing so I got fooled. <laughs> I um went on Facebook. One of one of my Facebook friends posted something. Uh, Spider Man. Uh, oh, the trailer. The trailer. I I was like, there's no way. I clicked on it and I got yeah, um, I got ricked. Yep. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know why I was just like I'm. Mm, mm. <laughs> I was mad. You only got to look out for the official shit, man. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, though. I said in the bottom, Sony Entertainment Pictures. Yeah, but, I mean, was it spelled correctly? Did it have, like, a period somewhere? I didn't check. I just saw Sony. Like, I just saw the Sony. He saw (laughs) C-H-O-N-Y. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's how you spell it. That's correct. But other than that, no, I've been good. I've honestly been in the road of health. Uh, switch to Diet Coke, so I believe in health now. Um, no, nah, is, 
is there a difference between diet coke and coke zero in the sense of like turning healthy like i know there is a difference but like if you're gonna go on a diet is there a difference Mm -hmm. between one or the other well they say that um people who do keto they drink diet coke they don't co they don't drink coke zero because apparently there's still there is a still additional sugar in it so i don't know i mean i don't do keto or none of that bullshit i just honestly i've been uh I don't think I've told you guys. I've been working out for four weeks straight. Um, I lost 10 pounds. I'm pretty proud of myself for that. And then there hasn't been any. There's there's hasn't been really nothing. I Nothing going on. I know I have to be um, Horizon. Mm-hmm. But there hasn't been any like games out there for me to really to go back playing video games except for squadrons that we still need to play <laughs> but other than that nothing else i don't been dead well speaking of any... dead ham I know. oh That's shit what's back. up welcome back yep 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 um We're positive huh uh i saw this really dumb movie called doors um <laughs> oh my god i think i know what movie is that the title doesn't sure. give it away your viewing entertainment. Actually, already. it does. It does give it away. But wait, isn't it like an indie movie? Oh, it definitely is indie. That's for sure. Wait, fuck. Do you know who the actress is in the movie? No, there's not really a main guy. One of the guys from Drake and Josh are in there. Josh and Drake or whatever. There's uh, no female uh, character in that movie, stop right? Stop asking stupid questions. Here's the, it's here's just the because, serious it's question. It's a stupid movie. No, no, no. Here's no, the, the serious question. Did mm-hmm. the door open? Technically, it was always open. And what color was the door? Um, d- Depends on the door, but most of them are black, but they were alien doors, so it's not a real door. Yeah. Green card. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, no, I would give it a Becky card for sure. Oh. Uh, also, I finished the two seasons of Party Down, which stars a lot of comedians before they got famous. Uh, I can't think of the top of my head now. Like Jane Lynch and um, that white dude from Parks and Rec. Uh, <laughs> that other white dude from... Uh, Freaks and Geeks that was in uh, Silicon Valley Um, that Jewish, she says it in the show in real life that Jewish girl from uh, some Apatow movies and uh, really being great with the descriptions here and we're all inclusive just to be sure. I'm lost of what you're really talking about. (laughs) I think we don't have enough energy right now. I think think Ham is tired. I'm a bit tired. tired. You're tired. No, you're tired. and I think in your voice, I think that and I'm trying to think right now. And I think that was it out of <laughs> weeks. What did I fucking do? <laughs> I might need to take a shot. That's a, that's a good idea, Mike. Where are my shots at? Time to turn the book up. All right. Talking, talking about turning up. Let's talk about the turn up king. So, man, I should be tur- sleeping right now. <laughs> yeah, He likes turn turnips, turn up king. Uh, so, well, I we, we talked about this off air off podcast uh because i don't think that i brought it up at all in any episode but huge update you bought remember it. uh the daily bugle uh you bought set? it you uh, fucking I, bought it i did not buy it oh my, my girlfriend bought it <gasps> for me same uh, shit 
Now, it technically was it, the initial plan was that it would be an anniversary gift. So I technically can't open it slash build it until September. It's literally just sitting on my dresser, just staring at me. And I'm just like staring back at it and just falling in love all over again. And I'm talking about the Lego set. Uh, the <laughs> the, <What? laughs> the well, new race, you fucked up. <laughs> The new deal, though, is that uh, I, if I can build my other Halo Mega Block that I've had for a year and I haven't even opened it, it's another large set. It's like a 3,000, 4,000 piece set. If I can finish that before Father's Day, then I get to build the, the Spider-Man Daily Bugle for uh, on Father's Day. What do you got? Two weeks? Uh, June 20th. So, yeah, about almost three weeks. I got time. Uh, sure. I got time. Uh, I haven't watched anything new either. Uh, I haven't been him doing ten, shit. Him ten dollars that he won't uh, finish it. Nope. Oh, you guys are placing bets. Uh, he's, it's summertime. Nope. You you don't think I'm gonna finish it? No, I'm not betting because it's summertime. Oh, I'm surprised you even want to take a bet with him. He uh he he fucking cancels his bets at the last minute when he's losing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Mike. Anyway, I, like I said, I haven't watched anything uh, except I've. I haven't said this too because I've been doing it for a while. I've been rewatching the entire series of Boy Meets World. Uh, so uh, you've I'm done on... that already. Yeah, I know, but this is like twenty six times. I don't know. I'm just rewatching it. I'm on the Halloween no. episode. Are they um, doing a reunion? I hope so. I was actually going to bring it up last episode when we were talking about the Friends reunion. I wanted to be a Boy Meets World reunion episode. Ah, uh, some of them have come, but yeah, of course I would like that. What but... uh, was what uh the Penguins been up to? She got pregnant. Mm, never mind. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, and then I've just been back playing Halo 5, uh, trying to get back on that 152 grind. Um, How far are you? Are you close or no? I'm... I'm. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm hoping to hit 150 by the time the Microsoft presentation happens. And then if I can hit 151 before the end of July... Then I should be 152, theoretically. Before the game comes out. Before the game comes out in November, yes. Okay. Theoretically. So, yeah. That's my summer plan. Uh, but other than that, like I said, nothing else. I haven't been doing anything. I've just been enjoying just being away from work and not have mm-hmm. to worry about a single thing. Uh, and, yeah, going away uh, to Universal. Uh, we're going to stay at the Universal Hotel for a couple days this coming, nice. coming weekend. Nice, nice. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's my life in a nutshell. So you survived the school year. School year, barely. Yes, Just I, gotta, I gotta give you. I gotta give you props, man. Especially for this whole entire pandemic that happened. Like I give a lot of teachers props for to still make it possible of you know teaching and everything. No thanks to any of the counties or anything like that, because I feel like those shitheads are just like behind desk and we're like, yeah, we're gonna order, but you guys finally like actually make it happen yeah pretty much that's that's how it works props to you and props to all the teachers out there yes same all right now let's get into our uh main episode where we're going to talk about the headlines first then we're going to discuss uh cruella and then we'll end our episode with a quiet place part two yes Uh, now our headlines are just video game headlines i mean there's one movie one and i'll get this out of the way I don't even know why I even really want to talk about this. Maybe I just want a an avenue, some some excuse to just bitch and complain about it. Um, sure. The headline is... What is it? There is a plan 
for connecting Sony Spider-Man universe to the MCU. And now this is all just a straight up quote from, I can't remember who it was, but someone obviously higher up in Sony uh, was doing an interview with Riley. Uh, his exact quote says, there actually is a plan. I think now maybe it's getting a little more clear for people where we're headed. And I think when No Way Home comes out, even more will be. The great thing is we have this very excellent relationship with Kevin Feige. There's an incredible sandbox there to play with. We want those MCU movies to be absolutely huge because that's great for us and our Marvel characters. And I think that's the same thing on their side. There's lots of opportunities, I think, that are going to happen. Any thoughts, comments? I'll wait. Yeah, I'll wait. I don't know. Did it's just I mean, I don't I don't know why. I mean, I guess I don't know really why I want to bring this up. Um going around uh whether it's what rumored or f- true about Alfred Molina coming back, Willem Dafoe coming back, Jamie Foxx coming back. You got uh Gwen Stacy, um, Emma Stone who's denied her uh return to it. Andrew Garfield has also denied his involvement with the movie. Like I don't know what to believe anymore. Like, I, and I don't know if I care enough because I was tempted to rewatch uh, Homecoming, but I just couldn't resort to doing it because I still think that's a pointless movie. I rewatched No Way Home. I I think I said this already. The more times I watch these Spider-Man movies, the more and more I find things I don't like about it. So I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like they're just going to mess up this multiverse thing with Spider-Man. But I feel like this is just a fan service movie. So, like, sort of. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... I just don't feel like it's a well-deserved multiverse movie because, I mean, I don't know how what the Phase 4 setup is going to be and how they're going to do it, and we just have to wait. Because this comes out before Doctor Strange or Doctor Strange 2 comes out first? Uh, this comes out this Christmas, so this comes out before Doctor Strange. So I, I'm confused on. I thought Doctor Strange was supposed to set up the multiverse and then uh, Spider Man. I, I don't know. You let me know when the trailer comes out, then I'll be yeah. <laughs> and hopefully you don't get. Like it's me. supposed to be. It's supposed to come out soon. There's a lot of people rumoring like, "Oh, it's supposed to come out June 1st because it's Tom Holland's birthday, and we're gonna get." I'm like, "Where's your proof? Like, you're just making up shit now at this point." Yeah, when does another Marvel or big Disney movie come out? Because uh, I didn't see Cruella in theaters, so maybe it wasn't there. Now, technically, the next movie trailer is. It has to be Spider-Man because that's the next one that they haven't shown yet, right? Because they've they've already given us the trailer for uh, Eternals, and uh, yeah, and then after that, it's it's uh, Spider-Man. So, so what's the big Disney movie coming out? Uh, the one Black that Wh- should have it technically, it should be Black Widow that should have that trailer, and that's next. This that's July, July, next yeah, next month, yeah. So we'll see, we'll see. All right. Uh, next few headlines, like I said, are uh, video games. One, video game ones. There's only three of them really to bring up. We already talked about the God of War. Uh, Nintendo E3 2021. They have announced their direct. Um, it's going to be on June 15th at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's going to be a 40 minute E3 presentation, uh, followed by a three hour Nintendo Treehouse live show. Which I think that's kind of crazy because I don't think their tree houses have ever been that long. Uh, if, if anything, I remember like an hour, hour and a half. But 
I guess they got a lot of games they just want to show gameplay of, which I'm most likely thinking Pokemon. Uh, I don't know what else they would want to show off, though. Uh, Pokemon DLC for Snap. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I don't know what else to expect in a 40-minute announcement, though. Like, people obviously want Breath of the Wild sequel. People want uh, an Odyssey sequel, but... I, you're just gonna have to wait a couple more weeks. It is just right around the corner. All right, next, uh, the uh, on, same topic. E3. I don't know why this is happening, but I guess E3 is desperate to try anything. The official E3 2021 award show. It is set to be held on June 15th. Uh, it would be presented to games that have been showcased across the four-day live E3 event. Winners will be selected by editors from IGN, GameSpot, PC Gamer, and GamesRadar+. The awards are focused on the most anticipated games at E3, including an overall winner from all games shown across the entire show, as well as the most anticipated games from each of the participating developers and publishers. Are they guessing that it's going to be the most... Well, most, most anticipated means like there's a lot of hype around it. So I mean, oh, whatever, I'm pretty sure they're gonna like uh, scour like all social media and see what the buzz is. Uh, what the buzz is. I guess we'll wait. It's just the thing is like all these things we just have to wait. Of course, I mean I'm excited to see new things of what's coming in the future for, of course, like the Switch and for Xbox and Sony. But, no, but for the, now, but the focus of this is that they're doing an award show for what reason? <laughs> like yeah, E3 I don't has, get it. E3 that's the thing I don't understand. Like, and and I just don't get why they feel like they they have some sort of like say or reputation to be like our award is prestigious. You should get the most anticipated award from us. Like it just why? <laughs> can you imagine they get like whatever game wins and imagine that game just flops? Oh, that's without a doubt. Yeah, that's going to be so fun. That's a fit. Like this is one of the, I think this is going to be one of the things of the E3 cringe because there's a lot of it. Have you ever seen any of those videos of like those compl- like those videos all together? And it's just constant. Like each year, there's always like that cringiness of just. I mean, E3 has been getting worse and worse. Throughout the yeah. last few years, so I mean, I if this is still hosted by YouTubers or or influencers, so to speak, then that yeah, this, video is, games. Yeah. this is just gonna feel weird. Yeah, I swear to God, they have like Jake Paul or Logan Paul. It's gonna Probably. be fucking announcement. Stupid. I'm hosting E3. <laughs> I will. Lo- I will love to watch that. You host E3. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Yeah, that'd All be right. very interesting. Nothing else to say, him. I don't. I'm tired of. It's just everything. There's nothing to get excited about. We the stuff is coming out. Is it coming out? Is it gonna get delayed? Is it gonna change a different name? Is it actually ever gonna come out? I'm tired. Tell me about Fable. That's all I care about right now. Elder uh, Scrolls Six. That's all I care about. I don't know what else I could be uh, wanting to come out soon. I don't know. Uh, I heard uh, Halo's going to be pushed back another year and a half, so who knows? I think uh, now that things are slowly picking up after the pandemic, um, things will get a bit more organized. But for now, I think everything is just a mess right now. Or let's see, no, December, November, two months before that. I'll probably start getting excited in August to see people announcing things again for the holiday 
uh, end of the year stuff. So yeah. we'll see you around that. Especially Nintendo. Uh, still on the same topic of Nintendo since you said that. Um, the last headline, it's a little out of the blue, but I thought it'd be kind of interesting. Yeah. Official Nintendo Gallery Museum to open in Japan by March 2024. Nintendo has announced that it will be opening a Nintendo Gallery Museum in Japan uh, that will give a company a way to showcase its product development history and philosophy to the public. It's a Nintendo Museum. Um, oh, that's awesome. I think that'd be pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Not only just seeing like all the consoles, but maybe all the games and just kind of learning more about like how Nintendo came to be like this huge, like, you know, corporate company that's doesn't like and i said this before doesn't really ever disappoint when it comes to video games so i i think that'd be pretty neat so if i, I wish they, trip to japan it's on my bucket list i kind of wish they kind of add that to nintendo land i was about to say give me give me a discount or something so <laughs> if i ever fly to japan i'm like i gotta pay for both <laughs> i mean that's the thing i would have that would have been awesome you don't think so maybe just a little like slow ride like you know how um uh, Epcot has that huge golf ball. I call it a golf ball. Yeah, a lot of and, people do. Yeah, and it would have been cool to see to have like a little ride like that. Like it just shows like. Oh, I see what you mean. You know what I mean? Like some some yeah. type of like narrator going through down like the Nintendo World, and then something cool like that. But yeah, I mean, I a museum is awesome regardless. I wouldn't see why they won't consider bringing it to the U.S. I don't know. Well, it seemed like they'd have actual, like, original stuff there, unless it's like a traveling museum. I don't know. Oh, true, because then it would be replicas at that point. Yeah. uh, Yeah, but even still, like, I think it'd just still be cool, like, to see, like, the entire lineup, like, every Game Boy and special edition that has been, you know, ever been created. Same thing with, like, the Nintendo consoles, every special edition console. Like, and that's just that's probably only one avenue of that of this entire thing, and that and there's probably other parts to this that we're not even thinking about. So I just think it'd be kind of neat uh, just to just bring it over here into the U.S. because I feel like people would, would go, but I think they would still get money out of it. I think there's a huge. What would you say? Do you think there's a huge fan base in Amer in America? I, like, yeah, of course. But what I mean, what I'm trying to say is like put everything together because I'm lost for words right now. Um. This is going to sound really stupid, but do you think Japan's fan base is bigger than the U.S. fan base? Yeah, I would say so. Oh, uh, I for Nintendo, mm-hmm. yeah. It's just because of, like just the, I just think about like just the numbers of like of the games that have been sold in in the U.S. and Japan. I'd have to think about that more. I don't know if mm-hmm. that'd be an absolute. <sighs> Because there's Sony too, but is that a stupid question. I feel like no, it was no, no. I, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't exactly jump on Japan's train. I mean, we do have more people, but the uh, older audience, younger audience. Yeah, I really, I wouldn't, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, regardless, though, I think that's really cool. I would love to go to Japan, and definitely one of those things that I would like to go visit, uh, visit as well. I don't. Well, I'm just saying. I don't know how much I would pay. <laughs> go. But I, my my number one would be to go to Nintendo Land first for sure. Yeah. All right. Let's get into our first movie discussion. Cruella. Awesome. Uh, it is a two hour and fourteen minute long movie that I was not mentally prepared for when I first realized that. Hmm. Uh, IMDb gives it a seven point four. Ooh. Rotten Tomatoes. 
74%. Ouch. Metacritic. All that matters. 59%. Ouch. That that doesn't matter. The next one matters. (laughs) Ham's crew. Hello, my people. He had to wake up a couple extra people for this one because 88% like this movie. Wow. That's impressive. Three people liked it. It is a Disney live-action film that follows the origin story of Cruella DeVille, starring Emma mm-hmm. Stone, Emma Thompson, Emily Beecham, uh, Kirby Howell, Baptiste Joel Fry, Mark Strong, John McRae. Those are just the top ones on the list right there. Um, I think, obviously, the, the main, main headliner here would be Emma Stone. Uh, yes. She's got a great reputation behind her. Mm-hmm. And as always with these, we'll give our cards first, and then we'll go into the, our discussions as to what we liked, what we didn't like. Yep. So, Mike, what is your card? Uh, Wait, actually, before Mike, before you say your card, I have a couple questions to ask really quick. Yes, yes. When was the last time anyone watched 101 Dalmatians? 101 Dimension, it was uh, last month. The cartoon or the live action? Uh, I don't know. Live action. I could not tell me. you. Okay. Uh, were, are any of us... I, I don't remember the last time I watched 101 Dimensions either. Um, are any of us fans of the animated 101 Dalmatians? Yeah, yeah it's it one of the classics. Good. Yeah, it's one of the... What do you mean it looked good? It looked, what do you mean? <laughs> The animation. What are you talking about? But I'm saying, are you a fan of the movie itself? Well, like, it's yes, okay. I'm... Like, I don't remember like mm-hmm. being that crazy. Like, yeah, not over a the top for it. But, like, I didn't hate it either. It was just like, eh, uh, okay. I mean, it's a all right, movie. everybody. I was one of the people where I don't, I, <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind watching it because, like, I love. I mean, I'm, I'm a. He, I love dogs. I, I, Sal loves dogs too. He. Owns a dog, and I don't know ham. But he likes <laughs> I I don't have a dog, but when I was very young, very young, very young, I had a little small pillow with um pongo on it. Pongo. It was oh. red, white, and <clears throat> okay. Black. But either way, I I enjoy 101 Dalmatians. I think it's a very cute movie, and Where's it's very very nice. <laughs> okay, so now, Mike, what is your card? Okay, uh, yellow card. Ham. All right, I'm gonna take a little longer than that. So, do you remember back in 2020? Uh, I vividly remember 2020 as if it was just last year. All mm-hmm. right, I'm gonna pick up that gold card I didn't use in 2020 and use it for the soundtrack of this movie. <laughs> yeah, All right, a twist there. That's what I'm doing. Oh. I'm 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 using the tw- not the 2021 one because that one I'm gonna just for the whole movie, but I'm gonna you know. Grab that and put it there, but I definitely give the whole movie a green card. Uh, I would give it a green card as well. Okay, top track uh, gold. So uh, the first yeah. thing I will say is that I was originally I could care less for this movie. I was just like, okay, another Disney live adaptation. A lot of people were hating of, on of it. A I character. Feel. I wasn't necessarily hating it. It was just like I don't like why. Why do I need to watch this no, exactly. origin origin yeah. movie? Like. That's I already what get it. Saying. Like this person mm-hmm. already like can yeah. kill dogs anyway, probably. And then like I figured like the storyline is going to be pretty like bland. And I literally thought the first ten minutes of the film like, oh well, that's the end of the movie, right? Like, wh- and that's when I checked the time. I was like, wait, there's two hours and four minutes more of this movie. What else are they going to stretch out here? And then yeah. I surprisingly liked it more and more uh, that I watched it past like that first ten minutes for me personally. I was just a little eh about, 
But mm-hmm. as soon as we got to like, you know, Emma Stone coming into the picture, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, teen, teenage or maybe early 20s Cruella, yeah, I was like, sure. okay, this is actually surprisingly good. So, um, yeah. Mike, we'll go ahead and start with you. Like, what do you like, dislike about the movie? Um, I got to say, though, like, the, <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the, the things that I definitely liked about the movie is the acting in this movie. I think Emma Stone hit it out of the water hit it out of the park, whatever you want to call it. I don't know, but um, I was very, I already knew she's a great actress, but in this one, I was like mind blown of how great she was. Everybody else, I think they did a great job, especially the the villain in this movie, and it's not Corella. Uh, she did a, a fantastic job too. Everybody else too. Um, I would say maybe the, the butler, the ball guy, uh, he did good too, but I wouldn't say like, like yeah, he will. You know, they they got the right choice. I think anybody could have played him, but everything else was good. The soundtrack is good, um, but I I wouldn't say like the soundtrack is like an original thing. It's just like borrowing from hit classics and yeah. and everything like that. But it works in the movie because of course it, it's every mm-hmm. the whole entire movie is fashion. So like it it goes well with the theme and everything. Um, the thing. I don't. I don't think I dislike, but I'm just conflicted. What What I mean by that is that I don't think this is an origin story. I think this is like a Maleficent thing, where it's its own story, and they're just doing Corella. And I think they're gonna do that with some of the Disney villains. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't think this is like Corella, Corella that we all grew up. And I think that's what kind of brought down my yellow card because I saw 101 Dalmatians and I think it's a bad idea to watch 101 Dalmatians after, I mean, before watching Corella. Um, but besides that, I think it's a good movie. I think everybody should go out and watch it. Um, her being Corella, like her being evil or, div- you know, her getting her last name, I just didn't feel like it was just sort of deserving because of course like she's mean and stuff like that but at the same time like she means it in a good way like she's not evil how like the 101 dalmatian is where she you know killed the lion and she wanted to skin puppies and this one is just like she's rude but there's a reason why she's rude because of her like bloodline but overall in the end like she's a good person so I don't know what was exactly of the marketing. They're saying origins, but I don't think it's an like a real, real origin of 101 Dalmatian. But regardless of that, it's a good movie. It was well acted, well directed. Soundtrack is amazing. It's good. I think this is honestly maybe one of the best live action movies. Definitely 100 times better than Maleficent. And I, I I don't know. I don't Can you compare them with the other live action movies, Lion King, Aladdin? Will you guys do that? No, because those are yeah. like whole films, like whole the films, actual, right? like a live adaptation of the actual film. Yeah. This is just a, a, uh, like I, I want, I'm going to keep saying origin story, but it is like an origin story to a character that's associated with a film. Yeah. Got you. Uh-huh. Okay. So, it's, but regardless, you're, you're bringing it down to a yellow because it's not the same Corella that you're you saw in 101 Dalmatians. 
that's pretty much it. It's it sounds kind of poppycock. I mean, it kind of sounds like pathetic, but it's just what I it's just what I did to myself, you know. But I think if I watch it, I'll, would I watch this movie again? Yeah, for sure. And I think it will go up to a green card. Maybe in the end of the year, I'll change this to a green card. But for now, it's it's a yellow card. Um, my wife, she loved this movie. I think this honestly would be one of her gold cards, maybe. But um, <laughs> it's a good movie. I highly recommend it. I think it's one of those movies where just go in there with no expectations. Don't think about like the 101 Dalmatians. Just think about like a new character. Okay. Screen. Him. I really liked everything. I think uh, it reminded me of a lot of movies. Uh, almost like a, it is an origin story. Reminded me of the last Joker movie, the Joker, and even a little like Superman, where it's you know I wear glasses when I work at the Daily Planet, and then I don't, and no one recognizes me. Uh, also, it, it definitely reminded me of The Devil Wears, Wears Prada. Other thing is, I think the person who wrote Devil's Wears Prada actually did write this too, if I'm not mistaken i'll look it up yeah i think one of the the story person not director story the music like i said it's phenomenal phenomenal um the only the only i like i know you're young but it it, it, definitely every time i heard a song i'm just like yeah 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 uh the twist was fine I didn't really, I I didn't predict it, but I was like, oh, okay, I think it makes sense in the movie. The thing, what was that? I'm trying to remember now. That, that, and that. Oh, and then the end part also reminded me of the Thomas Crown Affair remake where everyone's wearing the same thing and they have to sort of, like, hide. The two characters were more interesting than the animated versions. Um, there was a little more heart in those characters, I think. The I think there was more heist in this than uh, Army of the Dead or whatever. <laughs> that is very <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I liked more of this heist aspect or yeah, Miss uh, Miss whatever of what they were trying to do. Mm. A lot of the stuff I don't think was needed to be like Mike was saying about Deville, Devil. It's okay. I don't know. It wasn't like, oh my God. So that's maybe a little nitpick there. Emma Stone was fine. Those 10 minutes or whatever you were saying before, it's an origin story. So they have they have to do it, I guess. Um, and some of the symbolisms of her dying and becoming someone else was maybe a little into your face, but I mean, it's a Disney movie. Uh, and just to confirm, yes, one of the writers of this movie was also a writer for Devil's Wear Prada, Devil Wears Prada. Yeah. It makes sense. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what I didn't like about the movie. Uh, so, um, the reason I had originally asked of the first two questions I asked was, was because and this this goes to show like maybe how narrow minded I was coming into this movie. The stinger got me because I did not remember the names of the d- adults in the 101 Dalmatians movie. 
Oh, until Anita? Yeah, until like that stinger happened because I was like, oh shit, that's right. Those were the people from the animated movie. Like that, those were the two adults. Those were the two humans. And I think from there, I realized because I started doing, I started doing what Mike did was like compare it to 101 Dalmatians. Like this isn't necessarily the evil Cruella that we saw in that 101 Dalmatians movie. Because this is obviously a little bit more, she's a little bit more tamed, uh, so to speak, uh, I guess. Because if you compare her actions and the way she talks and the, and the way that she portrays herself in the animated version, it's not as bad uh, or it's not as uh, uh, as extravagant as it was in the Corella movie. And so that stinger, I think, sets it up to be its own separate, like, for the lack of a better term, universe, I guess, in the sense that it is it is a retelling of that entire thing. So this origin be, story, yeah. I think, will work out for this new whatever Dalmatians franchise they want to build with this one. Um, and I say the first 10 minutes were born because, again, going back to how narrow-minded I am, I, I, I couldn't think of, like, how are they going to extend this story of Cruella? What else am I really going to be interested about this character? Like, what else are they really going to do about this? And then once we finally get Horace and Jasper, and I'm realizing, like, oh, those are her henchmen. Like, that's yeah, the origin of their henchmen there. Like, this is pretty cool. Like, they're a tight-knit group. Like, everything c- fell into place, and it was just... Because of how well the actors were in this movie, uh-huh. it just sold me the entire movie. I was like, damn, this is worth my 30 bucks, in my opinion. I'm like, yeah, this is good. <laughs> like, I didn't, I did not expect me to enjoy this movie at all. I was gonna, I was like, okay, here's, a, here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna say my red card. Mike is gonna bitch at me. Ham's gonna say, you know, shenanigans on me. And then, you know, I'm just gonna lay out every complaint I had. But obviously, we're not telling that same story because I really do love the movie. I love the actors. I even like, for this is strange for me to say. I liked the the fashion like battles that they had against each other, where uh, Corella was finally coming into her own and wanted to outdo the boss, and and she had her own style and was trying to outdo her every step of the way. Uh-huh. And I was like, this like these small little scenes are are pretty pretty cool. Like I I'm actually enjoying them, and the the clothes that they wear, I'm not one for fashion. I could give two shits for fashion, but I was like really liking the outfits. I'm like, damn, like that's actually kind of cool. That's hmm. interesting. Like I, yeah. I, I can see how why people get into fashion and why uh-huh. they're interested in it. So it kind of like opened my mind a little bit more to be like, okay, stop being such a, uh, I don't know, an, an arrogant uh, asshole and, and not think that every Emma Stone movie or, or you know, is going to just be about like fashion and girl problems and things like that. Like, no, this is actually, I think, a movie that every anyone can enjoy. Um I'm trying to think what else like uh, to to speak about this because I don't have any complaints about this movie. I like Wink, the dog. Yeah. Oh, the little yeah. dog. Mm-hmm. Um, I really think that the the two henchmen, Horace and Jasper, are really. I I think they should be talked at the same level as Emma Stone gets talked about her role. Like I really uh, like Jasper and and her like and his uh you know his like being like the closest friend almost kind of love interest almost, too, yep. in a way yep, yep, yep. but they don't really like fully delve into that um i think he just his the way he carries out his lines about how much he cares about corella and, and like how much he's always going to be there for her no matter what like i i bought it like it just seemed very genuine that just yeah. goes to show how great the acting is here i uh, put him in the same very, level very good chemistry the chemistry yeah. is good but i think like uh, Emma Stone, of course, she's the MVP. Well, like, I mean, she me, has more screen time. Like the whole yeah. movie is about her, and like she has more time to also 
do physical acting like gestures and facial mm-hmm. expressions and things like that. No, where, yeah, but I, I think, think she easily like carry this movie. Um, me, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't. I I think if it wasn't if the actors that weren't set for the henchmen and for even um what is it, Emma Thompson the the rival. Yeah. Like, I don't think this movie would have been that good. I might just say in a yellow card for it in that case, because Emma Watson is great. I think that's the thing. Like, I think everyone already expects that out of her. And so yeah, if we're coming so. into this movie, just do, knowing that, then it's like, OK, well, what else is this movie going to offer? So I was surprised by how well the rest of the cast acted, even the um, even Corella's fashion artist. Uh, the I forget his name in, in the movie. The one oh, where, the guy at the shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was good. I, his lines were funny. I thought yep. he, had, he had good chemistry with the rest of the cast, even with mm-hmm. Horace and Jasper. I was like very surprised by how well they just they just seemed tight knit and it just was I it sold the entire movie for me, like mm-hmm. everyone all together. Now they listeners were real people. Uh, uh spoilers uh for the entire movie here because it is essentially Corella battling with her self identity. Because she also, her, her so to speak, mom has told her, like, Corella is just like this alter ego that you don't want to be. You're going to, you're Estella. You've always been Estella. This is who you, you have to be. Like, follow the rules, be a good person, all that stuff. But Corella doesn't want to play by the rules. She's always done her own thing. Fast forward through all the stuff that we've already talked about. Um, turns out that the fashion rival, uh, or the, the, uh, the Baroness, as she's called, actually is Corella's mom and the uh, non-biological mother was one of the workers for the Baroness who was uh, given by the uh, what's his name in the movie? Is he just a waiter in a movie? No, he's like her helper like uh, not just a waiter um, not even like a body her uh, like an Alfred almost. Gentleman, yeah like a so the Baroness, uh, when when the Baroness finally gives birth to Corella, he actually she actually tells uh, the guy to to kill the to kill her basically to off with her, but obviously he doesn't have it in his heart to gives it to uh, one of the the handmaidens or whatever, and then she raises the child as if it was her own, um, and it comes back to a point where she asks for money from the Baroness to kind of help with them moving out of the country, I think. Uh, but then the Baroness ends up killing the mom by like sending her Dalmatians uh, after her and pushing her off the ledge. And the movie tries to end almost in the same way where the Baroness is going to push Corella off the ledge. But Corella has uh, cleverly like uh, planned out this very well done heist ish kind of style of like, oh, I'm going to set you up and, you know, have everyone like I'm going to expose you for what you really are. And everyone's going to like hate you after this point. Um which I think was odd. like yes, it, this heist has this movie has way more heist than <laughs> Army of the Dead, like mm. a thousand times more heist. Very good movie. I highly recommend it to anybody, um, just to even give it a chance. And don't don't put the one hundred one Dalmatians Cruella yeah. in in your head because it it's not necessarily the same Cruella. Which I I can kind of see why may people might be bugged, but I think even more interesting for them to continue having like an actual live adaptation of 101 Dalmatians, but maybe be actually good and not like Lion King bad, I guess you could say. Even with like, I, and I know I just said not to compare the two, but still 
there were still remnants of animated Cruella in this movie and, and mm-hmm. how Emma Watson moved, plus the driving bit. I don't know if anyone caught that too. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She was, driving, she was yeah. just like recklessly driving around the streets, which is very much like how it was in the animated film. For the short amount of time that she drove, it was very like I re- that's what sparked my my memory of at 101 Dimensions. Like, oh my uh-huh. god, that's exactly how she did it in the movie. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, so Mike, anything else to say about it? That scene where uh fuck it's like towards the end where she does like the last fashion show yeah uh was pretty on awesome on the streets yeah that was pretty okay. awesome mm. that was really awesome but like i said um i more likely probably in the, end of the year this might be one of the movies that i changed my card to a green but for now it's a yellow because of what uh what i did and don't do the same mistake Go out there, just have an open mind. But it's a really good movie. I think uh, people will enjoy it if you haven't really watched it. I mean, if you stuck this long to hear the spoilers. Um, but highly recommend to watch it the first, uh, one time, two times, even maybe three times. Definitely recommend it. I definitely recommend it as well. This makes me want to go see the original. And yeah. Uh, I also wanted to ask Sa real quick. Uh, I know it's PG thirteen. Did you watch it with your kids? Uh, I did not. We actually talked about them. I was like, should we yeah. watch it in front of them? Should we not? Because Corella is supposed to be more, um, I guess, evil uh, for the lack of a better mm-hmm. phrase. There, uh, so we didn't want to like necessarily mm-hmm. uh, show it to the kids just in case they get like the wrong impression or whatever. So no, we did not. I feel like they will get. I feel like kids will get bored off of this movie. Oh, I think, I think so. Yeah, there's yeah, not as much dog in here as as I think they probably would have liked. Yeah, I think uh, this is more for like fans who grew up with uh, Corella or like 101 Dalmatians. This is like a yeah an adult movie, but friendly. I think. I mean, if they were closer to ten, I think yeah, why not? Yeah. Right, oh, it's. Oh, yeah. go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say in that scene when she was talking uh, when she took the. The mailman's uh, motorcycle, and she went to like a uh, the the fountain that her and her uh, stepmom went to. I thought that scene was really powerful. Let's go into intermission now, and we'll start talking about our second feature film. Yeah. Mm, intermission, darling. Intermission. I hated both of those. <laughs> Quiet place, man. <laughs> to our next feature film discussion here a quiet place 2 or as i would have liked for them to another quiet place i feel like that would have been a more fitting sequel title uh. just me all right imdb gives it a 7.9 out of 10 Ooh. rotten tomatoes 90 percent oh metacritic 71 percent mm-hmm. and it seems like ham invited a couple more buddies over to yeah, this I one did. Because 93% like this movie. Oh my god. Following the deadly events at home, the Abbott family must now face the terrors of the outside world as they continue their fight for survival in silence. 
Forced to venture into the unknown, they quickly realize that the creatures that hunt by sound are not the only threats that lurk beyond the sand path. Why did it say sand path? That's so weird. Okay. Uh, Same people as last one. Uh, John Krasinski. We got actually a newer actor into this movie, Cillian Murphy, because I don't think he was in the first one. Is that Scarecrow? Yeah, Scarecrow. All right. uh, Emily Blunt, Noah Jupe, uh, Millicent Simmons, and other people I'm sure we'll bring up as we go along. But as always, we'll say what our cards are, and then we'll go into our discussion of what we liked and did not like about the movie. So, Mike, what is your card? Becky. Now I'm playing with you. <laughs> it's green. Green card. Green card. Ham? I'm going to give it a pass and give it a green, but there's a lot of Moments we'll talk about it. Yeah, I'm just green. I'm gonna give it a red card. Damn, oh, you're stupid. That's good old Mike for you. <laughs> Wait, okay. Well, hold up. What would you give the first one, everybody? I I said the green card for the first one because oh, I talked card. about it last yeah. last uh, episode. Okay. I was excited. I okay. I really liked the first one. I thought it was great. Um, and I said that I wanted a little bit more out of it. Uh. And so I, I have reasons why I oh, very course. much dislike this movie. Um, yeah. But so we'll start with uh, Mike. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead and praise the movie. Yeah, sure. I'll praise it because I'm smart. Um, I think if it's not broken, don't fix it. And I think this uh, movie, it's, it's, I mean, what do you expect for it to be? Like, it's just like how the first one is going to be. You have to be quiet and then. Of course, like spoilers, if anybody didn't see the first one, John Krasinski's character, he died for sacrificing himself. That I still have a lot of questions why he couldn't just throw a shuffle at a thing. But sure, why not? Um, But it's it's like, I don't know what you guys like expected for it to be. It's just going to be almost the same thing. And then they add a little bit more where they went past towards like show more of the world. And then towards the end, it's... I think it it was well deserved a well well deserved wait for it to be pushed back so many times and now it came out and I'm happy with it. I thought it was a good movie. I think everybody did a fantastic job. Murphy did a great job too. I will honestly think the character of of he's playing John Krasinski's character in this movie. They just I would have liked to definitely see how the dad would have been in in it. But like I, like John Krasinski said, he was not planning to make a sequel, but he did it anyways, and he had to add another father character sort of in it. But I think it was a good movie. I think it was well-directed, well-acted, and in the end, I was satisfied with it. I recommend it. I'll watch it twice. I liked it. Him? I try not to base off this movie from the first one because I definitely would have gave it a yellow but I'm it was interesting enough but all the jump scares I'm like jump scare jump scare jump scare I knew they were coming I did nothing really got to me I'm like come on this is uh <laughs> I agree though the the little girl uh around the water though that was because it wasn't a jump scare. It was just like a... I was like, oh, okay. That was actually interesting. Surprise. Um, I, I thought the sun was stupid in the entire movie. I'm like, come on, man. 
do something right for once. Um, I wanted more. I mean, I don't know what they added to this movie than they did the first one. I wanted to see more. Uh, the ending was uh, left to the imagination of what is going to happen next in a bad way, rather in the first one was in a good way. Uh, flashback was fine. The ending was fine. Probably the trouble with this is the all, all the middle. All the middle. Um, I like... I Well, I don't like when groups of characters are separated. Uh, for example, Guardians of the Galaxy, the second one, I'm like... Oh, they're doing their thing. They're doing their thing. It seems like they're just trying to add more runtime to a movie. Whereas if they were all together, you'd have to write actual more story and more interesting stuff. So uh, it's, I don't want to say borderline yet or green, but I definitely like the first one better. This was a slow burn sequel. Who knows for the third one? I'd be interested to see what the third one would have in, uh, in well, whatever. Because we were talking about the movie after, and I'm like, well, who knows? You never see the aliens eat people, right? They're just killing them. So who knows? Maybe they're the dog versions of the real aliens that might come out in the third movie, which that's a stretch, but fuck Make something different. All right, so. Yeah, so I really, like I said, I'm going to emphasize this. I really like the first one a lot. I think it was a great, you know, uh, foundation for something that could have been really great, um, you know, because they could have gotten a lot more in depth with the lore of the yeah. aliens. They could have done a lot more with the people that, you know, were in the neighboring areas and maybe giving us more stories of what happened with those people or, you know, building these separate factions. This sequel, I think, suffers the same thing that Cloverfield does, where it's a great first, like, one entry into the movie, but now the sequel just seems like you're kind of stretching a story and you're teasing some things, but you're still not explaining those things and you're not giving us those same, like, you're not giving us what I think mm. I would, I wanted out of it. Like, they teased separate factions, but they didn't really do anything with that faction. Then they mm -hmm. also teased some lore to the aliens, but they didn't really do anything with that, with mm -hmm. that, with that whole story. So that the first, like what, 10 minutes of the movie, the prequel part, I think was totally irrelevant to the movie. That could have been so much better to the first movie. You could have added that into the beginning and you could argue that, oh, but it needs to introduce the guy. Sure. You could have still introduced him in the first movie, then brought him back here for the second one, which I think would have been a more impactful kind of twist. Like, oh, yeah, I remember you from the first movie. You were the friend of the family. I just felt like other than that, nothing was useful out of that entire out of that entire scene. I just disagree. It, it could have been left out. Mm -hmm. Um the uh the sun annoyed the shit out of yeah! me in this movie. I was like, just just sit down. You got a <laughs> fucking broken leg. You shouldn't be walking. You shouldn't be climbing. Just be useless for this movie, please. Like, I want you to be useless because you are doing the same tropey shit 
that every like horror movie does where you mm-hmm. gotta have that one stupid idiot that has to put themselves in a stupid situation mm-hmm. just to cause tension and so for him to like get out of the the you know whatever underground part that they were in like just to just to look up beyond just to see his like sister which i get okay you could argue that the the relationship oh that he really loves his sister wants to take care of like i get that but you're alone with a child a baby and you have no sense of like protecting yourself because you've been like seen as this like really scared shitless like kid that can't do anything right and you're gonna put yourself in a situation that can only make things worse and for what just so that this part of the movie can happen and we can have three moments of tension instead of just two like it just it felt like such an unnecessary p- part of the movie because then they also tease like oh the guy had uh the the mom i'm gonna assume the mom or maybe the the son uh just like dead oh right yeah away. and they did nothing with that like they didn't even like bring him back as a as an act like coming back into the building and be like oh shit you found this out blah 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 like nothing yeah and at now, least tell me that he was eating her or something maybe i don't <laughs> something know something interesting right yeah and then the faction where the people are like uh, hiding the boats and then like you know like tra- trapping uh you know uh, what's his name emmett right emmett and the and the daughter yeah you don't do anything with those people other than just to build tension like that all this that movie literally does is just hey we need to like kind of put some tension and fear into you so we're gonna set up these things not explain any of it but we're gonna set up these things just so that way we can have an hour and a half long movie of tension building and that is it like there was nothing that kind of advances this story i felt like this sequel was forced and mike did just said that you know krasinski didn't want to do a sequel well yeah I, i agree like you use the phrase like if if it's not broken, why fix it? If it's not broken, then why even do anything else with it? Like why yeah. even build something new? Why even touch it at all? Just leave it alone. Like I think if a quiet place just happened, like we just had that one movie, fine. I don't think it really needed a sequel. Obviously, people want a sequel out of it, yeah, but it's just not well. it's just not needed unless you're actually gonna do something interesting about it. Mm-hmm. And just this whole movie, I was just really frustrated because maybe I set my expectations way too high. Maybe I'm asking for too much, but I just felt like I didn't get anything else other than a, a reboot of the first movie. And mm. am I led to believe that this deaf girl could walk this entire way to a train like unharmed in any way? She came in here. She snaps a twig know. like how am I supposed to believe that she can make it all this way? Unless the train was like two feet away from where they were. I just don't buy that. Like there's, there's no, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me. And I, it, I don't know. I feel like there's other parts I can complain about, but that's uh, uh, unfortunately for me, this was just very disappointing. Um, is it like, are people going to like it just as much as the first one? Probably. But I don't want to give it a yellow just because it's just as good as the first one. Because I like you're just giving me the same movie and not giving me more in depth. Like, okay, another thing to complain about, the the people on the island. Why couldn't you just do a movie about them and their their whole way to the island? Like follow their path about, you know, when the aliens first started attacking and you know, they're trying to struggle to get on the boat and they finally made it to the boat. Like, why couldn't I get that storyline where at least now I have a different perspective of this attack? But you're just kind of giving me the same. Because we want, because it was the family story that they're focusing on a lot Actually, more. 
I, I would like to see that actually what Sal was saying that and then right at the end they show up yeah, yeah. With the family. Yeah, but I then you're gonna then you're gonna end up saying, "Well, how the hell did these people show up over there?" And then what? Quiet place. Then 3? give us another third. Yes, give us a third yes. film that explains that part. But it's, I like, mean, oh, it was easy to of how they explain it. It's just like, yeah, we just, you know, they found we found out that they can't swim, so we came to this island easily. I mean, I will honestly tell you this: like, how come See, they the couldn't... third one that could have been the flashback of them. Meeting up with those people. See, actually, yeah. Even if you did that as a flashback at the beginning of that movie, that would have been a little bit more satisfying than the flashback yeah. that we got. Yeah, I think the flashback that we got was great. I, I liked it actually. Fine. I do disagree with Sal. I do like that flashback. I liked it. I, 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 I think I, the less uh, for me was the less I well not less I know, but because the first one did a great job was like how the like who the what the hell are these things? Okay. So don't make a sound or you won't be killed. And then this one is the same thing, but we get a little bit of like a story of, okay, so they came from space, but like, where the fuck are they from? Like, wh what the hell are these things? And they kind of revealed it just a little bit and they're kind of teasing, they're hinting. It's, I don't know. I like that. I like that suspense. I like, I, I don't know. I just, I, I enjoy this movie. I, I wouldn't say that it's better than the first one. But to me, it's just, it, it was a fun movie. I don't think the flashback is bad as as a, as a flashback. I just think it's not fitting for this movie. I think it would have been better off as, as in the first movie. You give it to that, us in the beginning because then it just builds at least, you know, you already have that story established and that gives you a little bit more padding time in the sequel to do more with the characters that you've already established. Well, there's two main reasons why they did that in this movie. A, they had a bunch more money. And they didn't have money to do that in the first one. And what I read was John Krasinski does, didn't even want to be in this movie. So that was the only way they were going to get him to be in this movie for a little bit because they really wanted him to. See, and, that just, that just yeah. doesn't make, that doesn't it, help it, me. It in doesn't my help. No, I'm saying that's why. Uh, I'm not saying because it's good or saying it's bad. That's why. That just makes the sequel sound so forced. And for some parts of this movie, it felt forced. It felt like you like this not the sequel wasn't supposed to happen. Because I didn't it know wasn't. about those headlines. I didn't read any of that stuff. It just it felt to me like you are literally just kind of redoing the same things you did in the first one, but you're just putting new people into it and then that's it. Like that's it's uh, they it, wanted money. <laughs> of course they did. Of course. I don't know. I disagree. I think it was a good movie. Uh, so, are you guys willing to see the third one, then? Yeah, I'm already in this far. I'm committed. I have to. Yeah, yeah we have to. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'd be interested to see if they do something completely different, and I think I also saw that they might be doing a different director. So, yeah. I just don't I mean, want, I just don't want to follow the Abbott family again. That's the thing. Like, really? I, because the son annoyed the shit out of me in this oh, movie. He did. Like I wanted him to die. I was like, I really hope you die in this movie. Like, because at this point you're not helping anybody. Nope. You're just making the situation worse, and just go away. Like you, you don't need to do anything at all anymore. But I'm wondering how interested. the. Uh, oh, I'm I'm just wondering how the mom or if they're gonna go back for the mom and the son and the baby. And I feel like I don't want to see that. I wouldn't want to see that either. I would have liked for them just to like be in the island already and focus on probably like salsa other characters or just maybe like, I don't know, probably 
where did these things came from? Was it like, I don't know, like a military that went inside of a cave and awoken these things, you know, and they fell from the sky, right? Like there was like, was that a was that a ship or like just like a? They really didn't show it clearly. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they didn't show it clearly. It was just like this big thing that's just falling down, and then these things showed up out of nowhere. So probably the next one will be maybe a quiet place in space. Can I complain about two more things? Yeah, they better be good. Sure, it's gonna be dumb, but go ahead. (laughs) Good old Mike. My first complaint is they didn't. Emmett's storyline is fine. Like, his kind of redemption into doing something good for people. Yeah. But they don't really give you much about his connection with the family other than they were first friends of the family. But obviously, their discussion and everything is led to believe that something happened, right? Like, something, like, drifted them apart even before the attack kind of, like, or as the attack was happening or whatever, like, there was some weird tension there that I wasn't sure what was going on. Like, did you guys sleep together? Like, did you guys like, like, did you like try to like kill your son or something? Like, it was just weird that the mom was acting very hostile towards him, even though they were supposed to be friends. Well, I think it's just because you remember in the first one, right? In the first one, we saw that old man and they're in a small town and shit like that. And the old man just screamed and more likely they ran into other people that are crazy. And he mentioned, he's like, there's other people, but just... they know each other. They're not strangers to each other. But they... regardless though, they don't know. They haven't seen each other for a long time. So she doesn't know how he really is now since the whole world has changed. They don't know if he's a crazy person. They don't know if he's like co- sort of baiting them and stuff like that. And she mentioned, she's like, did you see the flare when he was, sh- when my husband w- was shooting? He was like, yeah. And you didn't think about coming towards us or like helping us. He's like, no, now it's a, it's a, it's all, like, it's a world of just uh what? Like a free for all world. Every man for himself. Ham, if I shot a flare, would you come for me? Fuck. No, I mean, I don't think so. <laughs> I said, Ham, not you. Am I walking? I don't know how you get there. I just shot a flare. That's all I need to know. Are you coming for me or not? All right. Yes. All right. I'll set some traps. All right. <laughs> 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 also, uh, did, was, was that old guy that screamed in the first one and the second one? I'm trying to look that up. I don't remember. No, I don't. That'd be I don't, interesting. I don't but... Um. The second thing I want to complain about is again, like how tropey this film is, is when they get to the radio station, they're not going to bother to close the garage door. Oh, I said that I'm literally doing that. I'm like, Hey, I'm like, I'm like, I didn't even say it. I was doing everything wrong with the movie with my hands. I'm like, like, like pulling it down, pulling it down. And there was another one where I'm like, I bet he grabs the gun. I'm like, Grabbing the gun, shoot the. I, I, I was but even uh, like he was surprised himself too, right? He was like, "Wait, where is it? It should be here, right? We weren't, we were going fast, but we were going that fast." I'm like, "You just want to get the hell out of there? Like, shut the fucking door and just move on with life. Like, you're prolonging this to force again tension." I will agree with you on that one. I was saying the same thing too. I'm like, "This is going to be like a Samuel Jackson moment in Deep Blue Sea." Yep, it did happen. It did. It was them. I, w- I will honestly agree with you. You see, we could agree. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I recommend the movie. I liked it. I had fun with it. Um, you could. I don't know. I you could watch it with friends who 
I don't know who are fans in the first one. I'm probably going to enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah, just like him. Well, I don't know if they enjoyed it or I don't know. I think they liked it more than me. Yeah. Okay. 92%. All right. So two out of three dentists recommend this film. I just, I cannot in, in good spirit say that. Like, I would, I would recommend holding off on watching this film uh, until the third one comes out. If the third one comes out, then force yourself to watch the second one and then go ahead and do the third one. That way, at least you're caught up. But I feel like A Quiet Place Part One, the first one, is just good on itself and just don't, doesn't need like a sequel. That's how I feel. All right, moving on to our last segment, Ham's favorite. The trivia! There you go. The trivia. Undefeated King showed up, baby. Where? Me. I don't see him. Yeah, well, I don't see him. Well, <laughs> hold on. Do we have FaceTime? <laughs> All right, let me read to you this synopsis, and you can't say your movie title until I call out your name. And no, no trying to like give hints and whatever to help each other out. You guys are weird about that. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. You know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, him. That's after he loses. <laughs> Yo, bitch. <laughs> a middle-aged husband's life changes dramatically when his wife asks him for a divorce. He seeks to rediscover his manhood with the help of a newfound friend learning to pick up girls at bars. Oh, Ham. oh, oh, uh, <laughs> give me, uh, crazy, stupid love, love, stupid, crazy. It's those three words. Mike, crazy, stupid love. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Emma Stone. Yeah. Emma Stone. That's why. That's why it makes more sense to do the thing. You mean Ryan Gosling? Yeah, Ryan that Gosling. Guy. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> Not Ryan Reynolds. Yes, it is Crazy Stupid Love with Ooh, Steve Carell, won, baby. Ryan Gosling, Julianne Moore, Emma Stone. Mm-hmm. You guys should know already at this point that I'm always doing a movie about it's an somebody. actor in one of the but movies it could, that we talked about. What's his name? Uh, John Krasinski. Yeah, I won, was he baby. In this movie? No, no. I mean, you could have done Quiet Place mm-hmm. or you know. What do you do a, quiet, a place that's <laughs> a very person that relates is from that. God, God damn it! Uh, I never seen this movie, so I'm oh, sure. it's funny. It's oh, funny. That's, it's great. That's what I hear. That's it's what I great. Hear. Yeah. So I, I won. like the ending where everyone meets everyone. <laughs> Wait. So did I win? Um, no. Ham won. Yeah. What? Just rule, and I rule him one. What? I'm the boss. Fuck you. I won. <laughs> A boss actually pays his employees. You'll be high. <laughs> <laughs> He's the body so funny. <laughs> All right. Our next week episode. I don't know what we're talking about. It's I don't know secret. what comes out this weekend. Oh, Conjuring. Depend- oh, yeah, that's right. The Conjuring does come out this weekend. I Fuck keep forgetting that. <laughs> uh, also, depending on when we record the episode, we ah. may have watched the first episode of Loki because that also comes out next Wednesday. Oh yes, it does. Next Wednesday. Ooh. All right, Mike, do that social thing you always fuck up on. Okay, hey guys, um, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. Drunk cop and a teacher. Gmail. Drunk cop dot a teacher at gmail dot com. If you want to write us an email, and Ham might reply. Probably, maybe. I will. I will hundred percent will. Have you replied anybody on MySpace? <laughs> <laughs> not MySpace, because that's not an email thing that I do. Okay, gotcha. So we'll holler at you at AOL. 
You got mail. <laughs> it's like the dial-up of the internet. <laughs> All right. Um, nothing else to add on here to the end. So without further ado, gentlemen, any last words for the audience? Goodbye, my darling. Buy the soundtrack, Corella. Throw it. No, if you have Spotify, you don't need to or Apple. Not sponsored. Not sponsored, but you could listen to us on it. <laughs>